It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Ban Rolon, America's leading roll-on antiperspirant. lights off and put them away. They work beautifully. And the next year when I get them out, they don't work. I know. Here, let me see what I can do. You know, sometimes I think that the people who manufacture Christmas tree lights plan that the lights will work just one year. So <laughs> the next year, you have to go out and buy all new lights. Yeah, well, just a minute now. There's only one string here that doesn't work. Where's I Debbie? Think... She was so crazy to decorate the tree. She went out with Clark. Clark? Yes. Now she's going out with him again? Yes, thank goodness. She told that fellow that worked at the drive-in she never wanted to see him again. Oh, here's the star for the top of the tree. I've got all the popcorn popped, and I've got needles and thread. But where did you put the cranberries? All the cranberries. I'll get them. They're in the back pantry. I know just Popcorn and cranberries? Uh-huh. Maynard's coming over. I told him we used to string popcorn and cranberries when I was little for the Christmas tree. And he said they used to, too. So we thought it would be fun to make some, just like the good old days. Oh, <laughs> wow, fine. I got Maynard a pipe rack for Christmas. You don't think that's too personal, do you? A pipe rack? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, no, no, I think that's a great idea. Uh, well, this string of lights doesn't work either. Oh, oh, yes, it oh. does. <laughs> no, 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 what have you got? Alex, Daddy, will you let go? I, um, oh, no. I also got Maynard a pipe. No, no, you no, got him no. a pipe, too? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, now, listen, you don't want to overdo it there, Aunt Maggie. He'll think you're setting your cap for him. What's going on out there? Just leave it alone now. What is it? Where did you get this? Will you two look at this? What? Alex. Alex had it. What am I going to do with this dog? Where could he possibly have gotten it? What is it? Well, it looks like a hairpiece to me. A hairpiece? That's what it is, a man's hairpiece. You used to call them toupees, Aunt Maggie. Well, where could Alex have gotten this? Alex, you little rascal. Look at him sitting there wagging his tail. Alex, Alex Baxter, you little dickens. You are. Where did you Well, get I don't this? think it's so funny. Some poor huh? guy's going to be without his hair for Christmas. <laughs> Let me see it. It's your own fault. Alex is the neighborhood thief. Oh, honey. Ever since he was a puppy, he's been coming home with things. And you've always laughed at him and said, Oh, isn't he cute? Oh, I haven't always at all. I certainly didn't think it was funny when he came home with somebody's false teeth one time. Somebody's teeth? Yes, we were just frantic. We couldn't start calling people and ask if they were missing their teeth. Well, what you know. did you do? Oh. Nothing. What could we do? And nobody ever <laughs> called us either. Although everyone knows we've had this problem with Alex. They'd call you and they'll say, Well, would you look and see if your dog brought him a black over? Shoe or a mitten or a towel or something did like he? that. Well, you Usually, did. yes. Alex, where did you get this? Huh? Uh, who, who do you know who wears a hairpiece? Right. Who do we know? How would we know? Well, it must be somebody who's bald. Well, if he's wearing a hairpiece, we would know whether or not he's uh, bald. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. How about Mr. Slater? No. No, that's his own hair. Oh, it always looks funny. That's why you can be sure it's his own hair. Mm. Nobody'd buy a hairpiece that looks that way. Oh, that fella that rooms with the Healy's George something? He's bald. Let's his hair grow long on that one side and then combs it all over the top. Well, then why would he wear a hairpiece? Well, no, no, no. Why would no. anybody have a hairpiece that Alex could find outdoors? Maybe he washed it. <laughs> and set it outside in the sun to dry on a porch railing or something. Evie has a wig, and she often washes it and sets it outside to dry in the oh, sun, you know? Oh, well, this is great. Just great. Somewhere, some poor guy is sitting inside and can't go anywhere because he doesn't have his hair. Oh, that's Boy, terrible. I hope this teaches you a lesson. 
Well, I didn't take it. The dog did. And Alex hasn't been loose all day. He's been either in the pen or he's been in the house. Well, yes. I took him to the village post office with me. Well, well all right, but he was with you, wasn't he? Well, didn't you keep an eye on him, Aunt Maggie? Well, certainly. He was right with me every minute. I picked up the mail and May Gargan said, no, I guess it was Elaine Grozier, who was in the post office right then, and she said Maynard had a small package and would I drop it off. So I came home the other way, cut across lots and stopped at Maynard's and gave him the package. Then I came right on home. And Alex was with you all the time? Yes. Well, no. Maynard asked me in for a minute, and so I just stepped into the kitchen. When I came out, Alex had come on home. Well, that's five houses away, so it's somebody between here and Maynard's. It's not Fred. No, and it's not Ray. He's losing his hair, but it's... No, and it's not Mrs. Pell. Who does that leave? Mr. Hickson? I'll get it. You know, it could be Hickson. He always looks pretty dapper. Yes, he does. But even if it is Mrs. Mr. Hickson, we can hardly call and ask him if he's lost his wig. You know, you not, can't say anything not like that. wig. It's a hairpiece. And there's no reason why men shouldn't wear them. You women do. I, mean, I didn't say anything about that. And if you're a woman's wig, you could ask. It's you men who are so touchy about your well, hair. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to Maynard. Maybe tomorrow night. Oh, dear. Maynard's not coming over. Oh, and Maggie was so looking forward to string popcorn cranberry. <sighs> What's the matter, Aunt Maggie? Why is he? Maynard thinks he's coming now with the cold, oh. but he certainly felt all right when I stopped in there today. What's the matter? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Yeah. That looks like it. Oh, no. No. Maynard? This is Maynard's lovely head of hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. can't believe Maynard wears the toupee. Aunt Maggie, will you stop saying toupee? It's a hairpiece. Well, I just can't believe he wears a hairpiece then. It has to be Maynard's. The same oh. light, sandy-colored hair. I, I just can't believe Aunt it. Aunt Maggie, please. Now, we're trying to do something about it. And I've washed it, I've combed it out, and thank heavens Alex is out of his chewing stage. I wish he'd get out of his collecting and stealing stage. I even yes. told Maynard one time that I thought he was so lucky to have kept all his hair. And he never said one word. Wow, he's hardly going to come right out and say he bought it. Well, what does it matter, Aunt Maggie? No, no, it doesn't matter. I just can't believe it. You know, you said it took Maynard a while to come to the door today, and then he had his coat and hat on. He said he was just going down to the post office when I knocked. He rushed to put his hat and coat on, don't you see? Because his hair was drying on the back porch, obviously. Well, I didn't see it. Well, well Alex did. <laughs> Is the hairpiece dry yet? Yeah, I had it under my dryer. It looks pretty good, don't you think? Well, I certainly don't see how you can go down there and ask him if it's his. Well, we don't intend to, Aunt Maggie. Now, uh, uh, what's the plan again? You go down. I'll give you seven minutes to sneak down the back way. Let's synchronize our watches. What are you doing? I'm going down to Maynard's and put the hairpiece on that bush outside his back door as though it had blown off the porch. <laughs> I'll put it right where he can see it when he opens the back door. How are you going to get him to open the back door? Exactly six minutes after Bob leaves, we phone Maynard so he's not looking out, so he doesn't hear Bob or see He'll him. He'll see his tracks in the snow later on. No, 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 no. There's a path. There I'll is. stay on that. Yeah. Uh, is the chicken soup ready? Yes, I heated oh. it. I've wrapped it up. Now, I'll tell Maynard you left it on the back porch for him. <sighs> He'll go out and get the soup. And see his hairpiece on the bush. I don't know. I think he's going to put two and two together. Well, what if he does? This way we can all pretend we know nothing about it. It saves Maynard's pride or his vanity, really. Yes, I must say, vanity. I don't care if he's bald or not. Well, he does. You ready to go, Bob? Yeah. Now, in six minutes, yeah. exactly, six, right. you ring his phone. I will. Now, you get going. And don't let him see you put the hairpiece on the bush. 
What is wrong? Something has gone wrong. Aunt Maggie Bob should have been home 10 minutes ago. 20 minutes ago. Well, I thought it was a very silly plan anyway. If it wasn't Maynard's hairpiece, he may be insulted that you should Well, just the same. I do. <laughs> Sounds like Bob coming in the back door. Sounds like Maynard, too. Yeah. Bob? Hi, dear. Bob? Hi, hi. Whoa. It didn't work. Well, what do you mean? Oh, Maggie. Hey. Well, you see me as I really am. Oh, Maynard, it was yours? It was mine. I went out to get the chicken soup off the back porch, and here was Bob crawling down in the bushes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what happened? The darn hairpiece wouldn't stay on the juniper bush. <laughs> it, it, it fell off. Oh, and there I was, yeah. crawling around in the snow, trying to find it, when Maynard walked out. <laughs> I'm sorry, Maggie. Disillusioned. I'm just an old, bald-headed... Oh, no, I'm not disillusioned. I'm mad. Makes me mad to think that you think it would make one bit of difference to me. In fact, I think you look better this way. Well, Maggie, to be honest with all of you, I do too, or... Well, let's put it this way. I feel better. And it's been one heck of a nuisance, but my... My wife liked it. She never wanted me to look older, said it made her feel older, so I bought one, wore it, and... I've never figured out how to suddenly leave it since one doesn't usually go bald overnight. No. That's for sure. Well, come on, Aunt Maggie. Maynard, you get busy stringing popcorn and cranberries, and let's get this tree decorated. Bob, you put a fire in the fireplace. You two men look frozen. Oh, okay. Uh, in the meantime, Maynard, could you do with a little... Uh... Hair of the dog, as they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I doubt that that expression was ever more appropriate. <laughs> Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same? Well, ban roll-on antiperspirant may just change your mind. Take effectiveness, for instance. Tests have shown that Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant will actually help stop wetness better than most leading sprays. Make your own test soon. Pick up a bottle of Ban Roll-On, and you may discover what we've shown in tests. Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant, proof that not all antiperspirants are created equal. Here's a special invitation to every woman and child who has ever appeared in a Miss Clairol advertisement, print, television, or packaging. Miss Clairol and Woman's Day magazine cordially invite you to join us at a gala reunion to celebrate Miss Clairol's 25th anniversary. All former models, please contact Miss Clairol or Woman's Day at Box 333A, FDR Station, New York, New York, 10022. The search is on for former Miss Clairol models. The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Clairol, to know you're the best you can be. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.